It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It is the weekly Locked On Big 12 Roundtable. My name is Josh Neighbors, the host of Locked On Big 12. Jake Hatch is here. He is the host of Locked On Cougars. John Williams is here, the host of Locked On Sooners. Steven Simcox is here, the host of Locked On Horn Frogs. We're discussing the NCAA football video game returning tonight and also some comments made by ESPN's Jimmy Pataro about the future of the Big 12 Conference in the short term with Texas and OU. We'll get to that and more coming up on today's show. You are Locked On Big 12, your daily podcast on the Big 12 Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, once again, uh, everybody, Josh Neighbors, that's me, Jake Hatch, Stephen Simcox, John Williams are all here. Uh, We saw an article today. It was from Desert News, but also it was quoting an article that ESPN's Jimmy Pataro had done uh, with Richard Deich over at The Athletic. And he had basically said that OU in Texas will remain in the Big 12 until 2025. He says, quote, once Texas and Oklahoma are in, we have 16 out of conference games, one per team. Uh, Well, with Texas and Oklahoma, it will be 2025. So in 2024, it will be 14 games. That's the deal that we struck with the SEC a year ago. All right, so um, we actually were talking about this before. John and Stephen are on disagreeing, uh, actually opposite sides of this. So, uh, John, you think this is just lip service. That's what he's supposed to say. A deal could still get done, ostensibly, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the narrative is already out there that ESPN has a hand in the realignment that's happening, that this is going to be better for them as a network because the SEC is going to be stronger with these two powers coming over. And – for him to, I mean, any, any executive isn't going to give away the plan, right? We didn't hear about any talks, any negotiations about Oklahoma and Texas moving to the SEC until it was already like done. You know, there were, they, they, it's something that had been discussed like early in the year, maybe in the winter of that year. And then we didn't hear about it until the summer. So it was something that was under wraps because ESPN has already kind of been like alluded to have quote-unquote orchestrated this by the conspiracy theorists of college football to have a chairman well rational minds but okay to to have an executive like he's not going to go out there and admit yep we're they're coming in 2023 or even 2024 it doesn't serve him any any good especially if any future lawsuits come against the network for potentially having been involved in orchestrating this move and it doesn't serve Oklahoma or Texas any good in their negotiation for buyouts from the Big 12 if they're wanting to exit early. I still kind of stand on the idea that they're going to leave in 2023. There have been reports that they're going to leave in 2024. It's not a coincidence that those reports came out from The Athletic that they were going to go in 2024 or looking to go in 2024. And then not much longer after that, we have an ESPN executive saying, no, 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 it's going to be 2025, guys. Like, everybody slow down. There's a reason for all of this. All right, Stephen. Yeah, I mean, I think the overall, I think we all agree that this is a dumb situation. Like, that's that's sort of the overarching theme of this discussion is that obviously these two teams want to leave. The Big 12 
at this point doesn't want anything to do with them because they want to leave. So just get a deal done. Now, I, I think there is actually some substance to this. I understand what John's saying, that this could just be an executive like reading off the details of a contract, which is what he's supposed to do. But I think this is out there enough that he, like, if if there was sort of a, a wink wink going on, he could at least level with everyone and say like, Hey, we're negotiating this, but here's where it is right now. The fact that he didn't even really allude to that tells me that maybe um, this is more likely than we want to admit. I, I want them gone. And it's not anything against Texas or Oklahoma. Like I get, it was a monetary decision. Like just get out. If you don't want to be here, like get out. And I don't even care if the big 12 like waves the fee and says, just go. You don't have to pay. All right. Money. Okay. All right, let me hold on. Let me stop you there. Yes, you do. No, I don't. Yes, you do. That matters for the future of the conference, Stephen. Stephen doesn't, doesn't want the alimony. He doesn't want the child. Do you support. know how much money there's? It, 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 isn't it like fifty to hundred million dollars? No, it's it it's one hundred fifty million dollars. Yeah, it's one hundred fifty million dollars. The exit fee. Do you does it go goes? in my pocket? Well, no, but it goes to the school you went to. Okay, uh, who do you think taking the money? Pocket. They're gonna no, listen. No, I understand. Like, <laughs> I understand the importance of it. I know the Big 12 is not gonna do it. I'm just saying, like, me personally, I think it's dumb that they're even in the conference at this point. So, like, if they waive the exit fee, I get like the future of the Big 12. Yes, monetary compensation, blah blah. I don't know. Like, tell Heim Barbecue in Fort Worth to put 50 million dollars up. I, they're probably not doing that. Like, make it work. I just like they don't need to be there. It's a silly situation. Make it work. Make it work. I, I'm not the one paying the expenses. I just make it work in my yeah. pocket. It's it's like the same people that are like that are like, why is why is so and so this recruit? Like I'm so mad this recruit is getting this much money before he even steps on campus. Why do I care? I'm not paying the money. It's like I'm out of my pocket. I don't care. <laughs> Man, I'm Jake, Jake, as somebody who is as somebody who's who covers and sports team that is coming into the conference, do uh, you care about said payments? Because I believe those would also be going in BYU's fund as well yeah the, the reported buyout for both those schools is between 75 and 80 million so you're telling me i have 100 between 150 and 160 million reasons why i should want that yeah i want that if i'm BYU. it's not going so, to you jake here's the thing these schools they need all the money they can get if the sec and the big 10 are going to 100 million dollar payouts over the next three to four years when their media rights deals kick in the big 12, what they're expecting is what 30 to 40 million per school. You can use every dime you possibly can muster. And if they want to pay up for that, take the money, let them bolt, but you're, you're, yeah. you're not letting them out without paying that fund. No, you're not. And also think about this, think about this too, Steven, like that money pays for Cincinnati, mm-hmm. uh, UCF and Houston Jordan conference. There's, there's your remaining, you know, if you, if you were to divvy up whatever it is, let's just, I mean, I bet they have to pay a little bit extra. So I think, you know, let's just say the number is 160. All right. Let's, or let's just, let's just say it's even, it even, it even 120. All right. Let's just say it's even 120. 12 schools get 10 million bucks. I believe the, the last number that they owe over the next uh, 12 years is $8 million. That covers it right there. So, you know, Hey, that's what you get for saying those things about, about we don't care about the money. I speak on behalf of the people, the conference. <laughs> you and your private school down there don't know what we're talking about. Hey, you know, I'm some, still some... I still pay my private school every month for the diploma <laughs> I got from them. So if they want to write me a check for my student loan, if they want to write me a check to Ellie Mae, I would gladly <laughs> take it. But they're not. They're writing a check to TCU. And I'll tell you what, Victor Boschini, you don't need any more money, baby. I love you. But you don't need any more cash. Don't flip me off. I understand the importance of it. 
I'm just saying it's not coming to my pocket, so I don't care. Nobody <laughs> likes a certain. And if, if uh, Texas know you want to leave so bad, <laughs> tell them to write the check. Say write the check and get out, or write write half the well, check. I don't care. Go, well, go ahead, I, John. Well, I was gonna say, and here's one of the aspects of this that I don't think we're discussing enough is that who knows where negotiations are even at, or if they've right. even begun negotiations. The Big 12 doesn't have a commissioner. Like Bob Bowlesby is on his yeah. way out the door. They're working to get somebody in. There's a good chance we're not going to see a new commissioner until the middle of July, probably Big 12 media days. And that's going to be the guy that's going to be kind of heading right. up those negotiations. And so it's still, I mean, we're still a ways out, I think, from anything being finalized. But I mean, yes, the Big 12 wants as much of Oklahoma and Texas as they can get because it's, there's cash. There's cash on the table. And Oklahoma and Texas, they want to be in the SEC. There will be a negotiating point that they can come to that works for both sides, that makes this a more amenable exit. I mean, it's all about the money. It's all about the contracts. It's all about what the lawyers are going to be able to, to negotiate when it comes down to it. Because, I mean, it's, it's a lot of money. You know, I know TCU, you've got all the money in the world. You don't need it. Maybe you don't, but maybe Houston does. Maybe somebody like Texas Tech, maybe they want that money, but, and it's going to be a lot of money. Will it be what the, you know, the projection is for the buyout? I don't think so. I think they'll find something that's a lower number. That's, that's going to be more amenable. And we don't, we're not discussing the sooner vision deal that ESPN and Oklahoma just agreed to for the third party rights there either. That's going to have an impact in Oklahoma and Texas's buyout. Well, so me, go ahead, you go, Jake. I just want to add one thing real quick on that is that I think the new schools coming in, they obviously are going to see a massive pay just overall upgrade in terms of what they've been used to. But the other thing about this is, is I think that uh, based on everything we're hearing, Texas can go. Texas has got the money. They could, they could, they could cough up the money if they wanted. Oklahoma and John, you can correct me if I'm wrong here, but everything I've heard and read is that Oklahoma doesn't necessarily have that deep of a pocketbook to be able to pay that right now. I think it would be a negotiated number down there. I think the other thing about this is whoever that new commissioner is, if they come in and they're like Steven and they just want they want them gone, then I think you'll see negotiations negotiations take off at that point. I think it'll really depend on who they select as the new commissioner and what their kind of game plan is. If they, if that's high on their priority list, I think you might see negotiated buyout. I, I'm, I, yeah, I think that's the big thing because the one thing that we did see, like we saw, you know, unlike the OU, OU in Texas leaving thing, there was a lot of heat behind uh, behind UCF, um, Houston, and Cincinnati with that buyout, like we, we heard the talks about it. We were constantly being updated on that. And so the lack of movement on that front to me says that I think that's what we're waiting for. And look, the big 12 hopes to have that new commissioner in. Um, I think it's be very curious to see how it all, how it all shakes out. But um, yeah, I, I think we're all waiting on that. All right. Quick word from our sponsors on today's show. Then we're going to talk about some video games. Today's show is brought to you by bet online and BetOnline.net. You guys can go there today, sign up. It's free to do when you all do. Check out, they've got odds for baseball, hockey, uh, NHL, the Stanley Cup Finals are happening right now. 2-1 series, game four is Wednesday night. You guys can bet on that at BetOnline and BetOnline.net. Whether it's MMA, boxing, golf, but not live golf, boo, sad, we don't love that. Uh, you guys can go there at BetOnline and BetOnline.net today. BetOnline, it's where the game starts. NCAA tournament is almost here and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. 
your team every day. All right, so um, we got some news about the NCAA football game via Matt Brown of Extra Points. And he had said, basically, here are the things that you guys need, that everybody needs to know. The goal is for July 2023. Um, the NCAA, the, the EA, is working with a company called CLC. They handle licensing for like most of Division One. If I'm not if I'm not uh, uh, not wrong on that, I believe it's like they, a lot of the schools. Some of them are not with them, but basically they handle all the licensing for those schools. So if you want to see, you know, uh, Kansas and Kansas State in the game, they probably are handled by the CLC, the same company. Just to give you guys an example, they're also trying to work right now on name, image, and likeness for a majority of players. They're going to either be one of two things. Either A, they're going to get a uh, what Matt Brown described as a critical mass of players into the game and then go and get the rest of the individual guys they have to. Or it's just going to be randomly generated players and it will not be like NCAA 14 where people could go in and upload rosters because if the NCAA did or EA Sports does that, they open themselves up to lawsuits. So they're like, oh. You know, we had no idea that people would come in. We are, we were blind, and we had no idea people would make full rosters with Jaron Hall and, you know, Dylan Gabriel uh, and Chandler Morris and them. We had no clue. No, they'd be on the hook for that. So that's where we are. Steven, all that in mind, um, will you be getting the game when it comes out? And is the is the random generated players thing a huge sticking point for you, or do you feel like, or do you feel like I'm just glad to get a game back? No, I'm just glad to get a game back. I mean, I, I would love it at its best, but about six years ago, I bought a used PS2 from a 15-year-old in Waco, Texas for about $20, and then I went to GameStop in the mall, and I got NCAA 2004 and 2005 for a total of about $6, and it was the best decision I ever made in my yes. life. Yes. And I played the heck out of those games, and then I got engaged, and my wife at one point kind of made an offhand comment about how it was really unattractive of her when men just sat and played video games all the time. And so I gave these games in the system to my cousin and it was the dumbest thing I've ever done. And I miss <laughs> it terribly. And I just want NCAA football back. I just want dynasty mode. I want to recruit. I want to build a team. I want to win a national championship with TCU virtually because it's probably the only way I'm ever going to see that as sad as that makes me. And I just want to do it over and over again. So give me the game. Um, yeah, I would love the officially so licensed So you wouldn't version. care if it's just random. You don't care if it's random I, players. I mean, yeah, I don't care if it's random players. I want it to be, you know, at its best with the names on the jerseys and the names of the game. But even if it's just randomly generated players, I just want the game itself. I want NCAA basketball back as well. I just want to play like college sports on a video gaming system. John. Yeah, I'm I'm pumped. I'm stoked. I'm going to get it and I'm kind of like Steven. I don't care what iteration we get it back. I just need to run some triple option. Like give me some triple option out there out on the football field. Let me take the University of North Texas cuz that was the team I loved to play with cuz I love mm -hmm. to like build them up, schedule the three powers as my non-conference games, go in there, beat them, just running straight dive and option plays nonstop and get UNT into the Big 12 by knocking out somebody else and then win national championships. That was a lot of fun. I mean, obviously you could have won with Oklahoma. That'd be a lot of fun too, but it, there's something about taking something like Akron or UNT and building them into a national power and, and getting into the power five and earning your way up the, the leaderboard. And so, yeah, I always, my, one of my favorite things to do was take one of my running backs, either the first or second guy on the depth chart, make him a quarterback 
and then just run the option nonstop. <laughs> and, and it worked. It, it played out really, really well. But I mean, I remember playing when it was just numbers. Like you didn't have even yeah, computer generated games. Yeah, you were just running numbers out there. I think one interesting aspect that EA could engage in is like, hey, we'll build the rosters. You pay five bucks and you can have Oklahoma's roster. You pay three dollars. Mm. You can have, you know, University of North Texas or whatever it is. Just another way of, I mean, yes, it's going to be gouging us, on fees, gouging <laughs> us. But I mean, it, it could be a way to get money into the players' hands. It's a little bit, you know, a simpler kind of one for one deal. Like, you know, if they if you download a roster and a portion of that goes to Oklahoma and it goes to their mm. players and kind of like the, uh, oh my, the word is escaping me as I just finished my seventh shift in a row. Uh, but just a way of getting a little bit to each one, kind of like they do with records, like record sales and um, record you know, studio players. sharing. Yeah, that kind of stuff. I don't know what the word is, but anyway. Royalties? Yeah. Yes, royalties. Thank you. Just like royalties almost like for the players where right. you know, each download, they get a percentage of that. Jake, your excitement level for, for everything that we've been hearing about it. I spent more all-nighters playing NCAA football than I did in college studying. I can tell you. Just tell you that. <laughs> that's, all you, that's all you need to know. The hat household growing up, NCAA is the soundtrack of my childhood. The mid-2000s run from 2003 to 2006, those versions are the mm. best versions of the game. So the fact that you gave up the 04 and 05 version, Stephen, hurts me in my soul. Just Guilty. I, I still have an Xbox 360 that's hooked up to my main TV in my house. I have NCAA 14. I update rosters all the time. I, I mm -hmm. play all the time. Like John, I, I usually select the University of Hawaii and I make them the national power. That's the team I've kind of adopted. But I just, I love this game. Uh, the interesting part about Matt, and I've, I've had some discussions with him about this because I've actually known him for quite a while. Uh, they're hoping to get some sort of uh, a framework where players can sign off to have themselves in these games. The vast, vast majority of these players will sign whatever you want them to sign for however much you'll pay them to have their name in this game. They grew up with this game. They want to have their name back in it. They want to play as themselves. So I am actually expecting at some point before they launch this game that at least some of those players will have signed away the rights to have their name and or likeness and or image and number in these games. Will it be all of them? That question remains to be answered, but I'm hopeful they get it done. Yeah, I think I think for these kids, like a copy of the game oh yeah is is something they should get a hundred percent and like i think a lot of kids would take a copy of the game like a hundred bucks hey John, <laughs> you know the, the one other thing I, I pass along to you guys is i have a deal with my wife i told her when there was rumors about this game coming back i haven't bought a new version of a game system since the xbox 360 mm -hmm. i have i and when this officially becomes official i guess when the word comes out she has agreed to let me buy a PS5 or an Xbox, uh, whatever the new Xbox is, so that way I can play the game. It's a deal I have with my wife that's in place. So, dude, you have to work, very... on the, work on the terms of that. I know you guys yeah, <laughs> send me the contract, Jake. I, I yeah, you can run that. You can run a, a pair, of, a copy of that uh, by your wife. I, I think another thing that is, you know, a lot of people are in the weeds on this stuff. So, one thing to me, it's going to be really interesting is, are they going to create their own physics engine? Or are they going to reuse the Madden physics engine? And so for those of you who do not know, the physics engine is basically what the game looks like, how it operates, how it moves, how the players catch the football, how if they run into their offensive lineman, will they be thrown back 10 yards like the old Madden games? Uh, can you turn on a dime or is it more realistic with the turning? The old NCAA video games used to use the Madden physics, the, the previous year's Madden physics engine. And I think a lot of people are going to be, this is something to watch, y'all. 
people will be clamoring for a new physics engine. Yes, without what we're all saying, we love taking North Texas, we love taking Hawaii, uh, TCU. There will be a riot though if the physics engine, like having us having that back in our lives, will be great. They do have to, they do need to stick the landing. The game does have to be good. And I actually don't think it'll take a whole lot, but I think that's the one area I'm looking at. Is there anything else you guys think is a must have for the game, whether it be a dynasty mode or improved recruiting? John, I'll go to you first. Oh, Jake, JJ, go ahead. In in the dynasty mode, you've got to have NIL in some form or fashion. I don't know yes. how, you, how you put it into the game, but it has to be a part of it. I don't, it's going to be. It, it's going to be random. We all know that. Like quarterback X has gotten a million dollar deal from insert. Yeah. So you need to, you need to integrate that somehow. The transfer portals also got to be a part of it. So that, that those right. are the things that those will be very new things that people have to deal with in this version of the game that maybe have played the old versions. That's going to be a new wrinkle to all of this. John, like can, we, can we get real coaches in it? Like, can we get Saban and Jimbo and give them a little bit of personality? Like, Hey, Jimbo just said this about Alabama. Nick, how are you going to respond? You know, I don't know. They, they have that for FIFA where it's like, yeah. you know, do you want to criticize the team you're playing this week? And you're like, they're a bunch of bums before That's the game right. happens yeah. and stuff like that. So I think that'd be super interesting. Steven? Yeah, well, what Jake said made me think I would love like a bag man mode. <laughs> like, can, we get, can we get a choose your own adventure where you're trying to pay guys under the table, the over the table option. Yeah. yeah, you get you get to be in like if you spend enough money, you get to be like a shadow coach and like call some plays. <laughs> like that's fun. I like this idea. I, I think Bagman mode would really take it to the next level. Bagman. We call it Phil Knight mode and just have some fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Phil Knight mode. Uh, I mean, could that's that stuff's going to be really interesting because I I think it's like yeah, how do you handle transfer portal? How do you handle the recruiting stuff with NIL? Um, you know, how expansive, like, like, is it almost like a GM mode as opposed to a, um, you know, just straight up dynasty? Because, you know, the, the, it was obviously 2014, but it's pretty limited. You know, the, the recruiting's there, yeah. but like it, it wasn't too realistic. It's like, oh, I'm Navy and I gave this kid enough points and I got him from Alabama. Yeah. Like that was, that was the, that was the problem with those old games. I'm curious to see what they do with the um, kind of the road to glory, which was the last one. Um you know, I think there's a happy medium between having you play 12 high school games and, uh, you know, having you play four or five, right? So I think there's some things they might cut back on. But there's – you. the one thing I'm struck by, guys, as I think about this, especially the changing landscape of college football, the undertaking that it's going to be – EA Sports knew this was going to be difficult when they when they decided to bring this thing back. Um, From the physics engine to the way college football has changed – the fact that they're making a new game on a, you know, a game on a system that, you know, I haven't done eight years and his expectations. I mean, you know, to having to get all the people, not just NIL, but like getting all the kids together and getting, they're trying to get the fight songs and they're trying to get the stadiums and they're trying to get, we heard specific chants and specific band songs, not just the fight song. I mean, this is an undertaking, but it sounds like, it sounds like this has the chance. I mean, it's going to do crazy numbers when it goes on sale. It's going to do absolutely insane numbers, but, um, curiosity is of course I'll be relieved to have it back. Of course I'll be glad to, you know, to be hitting those spin moves again and, and leaving guys in the dust. Uh, I'm, but there is the bigger part of me is curious of like, how do they do it and how is it received? So I think that's, that's where I'm at. You guys agree? Yeah. Well, and you're right. I mean, it does have to be good. Like we're, it's, it's almost like uh 
like the Avatar sequel. I mean, I'm not mm-hmm. saying like they're the same, but it's been in the works for so long that like if they release it and within a week, everybody on Twitter is just killing it because it's, you know, bad gameplay or not what they expected, then it could go south in a hurry. So it is it is difficult from the standpoint of like there's so much expectation around it. And it, it's that risky thing of do you just keep it where it was? And it's it's almost just like nostalgia for everybody that played it, like Jake did back in the you know mid two thousands. Or how do you find that medium of like keeping it what it is at its core, but also like finding some new wrinkles to make it more realistic and make it more fun? All right, boys. It's going to be oh, going to be interesting to see like how people manage expectations. Yeah. This has been the thing. They're too doing. high. They're yeah, they're already high. sky high. It's like and- Top Gun Maverick high, man. Well, and yeah. if they can live up to the Our Top Gun history. Maverick hype expectations, then it'll hit a home run. But yeah. I mean, there are going to be enough people on there that are going to pan it because that's just the world we live in now in social media circles. But it, I think hopefully most people are going to be like, it, "We're just glad it's back," right? And then it'll it'll do well, and the kids will be compensated well for it. I think it's going to be great. I, it's yeah. going to be great because it's back. Just simply I, enough, it's back. I think also one thing, you know, last kind of last point on this, and I want to hear what you think, Jake. I think if, if they give us enough stuff, like cool stuff in the game, we might be able to excuse bad gameplay for maybe a year or two, and then they can slowly kind of ease their way back into making it like a really fun, playable game, I guess. Well, and the, the thing about it is, and I know that they're 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 targeting releasing it next summer, and I, I I'm all for getting it as soon as possible. But even if they, I'm just going to say this. If they need to delay it one more year to potentially get it to where they think it needs to be, make sure mm. the players are part of it. If they're going to involve coaches, if they want to need to get the, like you said, that physics engine, just get the gameplay itself set. I'm okay with them waiting till 2024. I'll, I'll, I'll be frank. I, I can wait another year if they're going to get it right. But the thing is, you got to nail it. And yeah, that, 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 is, that is the overarching goal with this is you can't have it flop out of the gate. It's a big plane. They got to land it. That, that's really, the, you know, it's the flaming plane from the third Star Wars. They got to land that thing on the runway. Uh, all right, everybody. Um, it was fun as always. Let's time for plugs, plugs, plugs. Steven, where can people find you and your work and all of its variety and potentially condescending comments about other fan bases? <laughs> well, if you hear these dumb takes and you think, man, I want more of that. It's locked on horn frogs. <laughs> Uh, is the show at Locked On TCU on Twitter? I'm at Simcox Steven on Twitter, um, and yeah, that's the best place to find us. We're also on YouTube now as well, so subscribe to my channel, please. Congratulations also to John and John. Uh, we might be saying double congratulations again next week if OU does the diamond sweep. The Sooners Golly. are one game away from the College World Series. Golly, is correct. Uh, so, John, I'm sure you'll be covering that. Where can people find you and your work? Yeah, you can follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Sooners and on Facebook, Locked On Sooners Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at John Nine Williams. Williams, sorry, again, seven shifts. Williams, I no longer know how to speak. Uh, at John Nine Williams, you can also read my work covering the Oklahoma Sooners at the Sooners Wire. Also, subscribe to the show on YouTube as well. You guys, oh, can find. Oh, I'll just go right now. I'm losing my mind. Uh, you guys can find me on Twitter at lo big twelve. You guys can find me at Josh Neighbors underscore. You guys can find the show wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube as well. Jay Cash. Last but not least. Yeah, uh, search out Locked On Cougars Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. It's all the same handle. You can find us there. We're on YouTube. Wherever. You-
podcast. Just search Locked On Cougars or Locked On BYU, we found out. If you actually still search Locked On BYU, it pops up that way as well. So it should be easy enough to find. If you want all of my thoughts on all things sports, my personal Twitter handle, you can find me, Jacob C. Hatch is the handle. Gentlemen, it was a pleasure to talk to you all. NCAA tournament is almost here and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.